This is the Leapcast, where we talk about how today's current events impact your real life. If you are tired of politics or you are just exhausted from the spin, this show is for you. My name is Andrew Lieb, and every week I host a talk radio show breaking down the news from an independent point of view. We discuss real estate, business, and your health. Hear from the experts and learn the truth on the Leapcast. Personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lieb. This segment has been brought to you by the Bryn Elliott team of Douglas Elliman Real Estate. This segment is brought to you by Scooped Out Bagels. What is that? What is that? Do you know we're, we're like coming into the studio and I have this whole script ready and topics we're going to go. And Lauren starts telling Morty that if we're going to have bagels for a new person working here, that uh, he's not sure if she's going to want to eat them. Well, Well, it didn't go like that. Morty says, what'd you say? I said we should get bagels. For uh, to welcome a new uh, employee that's coming to the office. Everyone knows you have bagels, Morty. Like you say it like a question. You should say it more with confidence. Like obviously you're going to have some locks. You're going to have some shmia. Maybe some whitefish. Uh, We know about the whitefish. And obviously I really like the veggie tuna, not the plain tuna, when they got the little crunchies in there. The place I get from Bagel Boss, they also have this honey mustard tuna, which I get sometimes. It's really good. So we're walking in. I'm thinking about honey mustard tuna on my beautiful voluptuous bagel from the boss, Bagel Boss. Yeah. And because we all know it's not one of the only bagel stores that's Glock Kosher, so we need to well, go to the just, right one. Just in case there are some Glock Kosher people listening, Glock Kosher only refers to meat. There's oh. No, yeah. Dairy, so how, dairy. Come, how come in dairy then you won't go to kosher restaurants that I've told you about? So well, I know of prob- some kosher restaurants. Not kosher. But they say kosher. Yeah, but they have to be supervised and they have to follow By the glottiness. No, no. The glot only refers to meat. A dairy restaurant cannot be glot kosher. But here's the question. I want to understand this. Dairy restaurant. Yeah. Kosher. Says kosher. Correct. What happens if Morty doesn't deem it kosher? Like, how do you determine if there's no glottiness on it? (laughs) Well, it's not Morty deeming it kosher. It's no, Morty you, from you Morty's belly. The whole entire culture is not based off of you. Well, no, I'm just trying to understand. Like, no, there, no, there's it, a bakery in town it, it that has, says they're kosher. It has to be certified by, by who? By either the Orthodox Union or did everyone hear that another, part? Another so I said it wrong. It wasn't Orthodox. I mean, it wasn't Glot. You correct me if I'm wrong. I just want to make sure I got yeah. this. It's that. It's got to be an Orthodox Union type of guy. Yeah, or like Star K or Star K. Like yeah, but the Conservative Rabbi Association and of by America. The way, I just thought of Star K because I see Lauren doodling a star. Oh. <laughs> I doodle while I listen to so, you guys. So so we go to the not glot meat thing. We go to the Orthodox Star K Association of America that certifies bagels, right? Yeah. And we know the Bagel Boss in Comac, no good. Yeah. The Bagel Boss that you go to, where's that one? Uh, in Hicksville, it's the original Bagel Boss, and it's open 24 hours. It's mm-hmm. the only boss. I remember yeah. that one from high school. The one in Comac should really just be called Bagel Employee. Yeah, it used to be kosher, but it's not kosher it's anymore. It's nonsense. We used yeah. to go there. Yeah. So it is. Is this? Who is the boss? Do we know? Who's the boss? Who, who's the boss? I forgot, That's the case. I forgot his name. It's but anyway, not, so yeah. here's what's going on. Ready? We're we're coming down. I want to tell you all that it's National Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month because. Everyone should have that on their calendar. And National I hear- Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. Yeah, it's a mouthful. So there should be a whole month dedicated to making sure that nationally everybody knows about sexual assault awareness. 
And prevention. And prevention. Don't forget prevention. We have okay. to prevent too. And so while we're doing it, we're having this conversation of the uh, the kosher bagels. But this is more where we started. Because Morty goes, should I bring bagels on her first day, right? Yeah. And, and I'm I- like, I'm not sure she eats bagels. And then... Because like not everybody does eat bagels. I know that you I guys can't trust love someone them. that doesn't eat bagels. I don't know. And then so this nonsense, assume. and this is why I bring it up. Not should, about you the assumption. Get her on and ask her if she eats bagels. I want to ask all these questions, but that's not what got me to bring it up because I'm disturbed about something, and I've been disturbed for a long time about it. And Morty voiced it, and I feel like I finally have enough self-esteem to bring it up to Lauren. No more imposter syndrome. What is with scooping out a bagel? Like, that is just gross. Like, no. putting your fingers in there and ripping out the meat of well, it. That would be like wait. saying, I'm going to have some steak skin. Like, I'm not having or steak skin. Have, I want I'm the gonna, steak. I'm going to have pizza, and I'm going to take off the sauce and cheese, take off half the dough, and just eat a little piece of the crust. It's it's like criminal. Like, I don't want to scoop out bagel. You're getting it wrong. They wouldn't be scooping out the crust part of the uh, the the sauce and the cheese part of the pizza. They would be scooping out the bread part of the pizza. How do you do that without Well, that's why it's not a thing. People aren't scooping out their pizza. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, but she, knows what the, she does with the pizza. She blots the pizza, and she puts dirty napkins. She calls them clean, well, but I the ones that were sitting there, and she sits, she pushes all, and when you're done looking at the greasy blots, you're so nauseous that I've lost five pounds eating pizza with her because I won't eat the pizza. But here's the question. I have an answer to the scooped out bagel. I want to understand. you are having egg salad or chicken salad or any sort of salad on a bagel, if you put the scoop Oh, inside the bagel, it's gonna it's gonna shoot out the sides. I don't have but shooting problems. If you if you scoop it, it gives it a nice place to hold the salad. Right, but most people scoop out bagels to reduce the calories. Yeah, Lauren, oh, yeah, one second. I just want whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. Morty's so delicate and nice. I want to make sure I understood this. Is your point that you scoop out the bagel or other scoopers like you? Mm-hmm. Is the argument that we do it so it has a better bed to hold a more voluptuous amount of salad, whether it be white fish salad or chicken salad or tuna salad? Or is your argument, egg white, or is your argument, egg white salad, salad, or is your argument that people are doing it because there's too much calories and or carbs in a bagel, and they're doing it for dietary or health reasons? Which lane are you going in, Lauren? Because I think that we're changing well, lanes back and forth. Both lanes. I if I don't want to have 450 Lauren, calories. Lauren, Lauren, the road has a straight yellow line. There's not dotted lines. You, you can't go, go back and you forth. You can go both. You, you know ways. what it's like. Do you hear that? Lauren wants to, us to know. She goes both ways. You know, uh, with the bagel. <laughs> you know. You know what this reminds me of when I was. In college, I was trying to eat well for a little bit. Yeah, that's a long path. <laughs> I went to the uh, the kosher dining hall, and it was it was barbecue at BU. At BU, it was barbecue night. I was with a friend. I took a um, a, a burger patty without the bun because I was dieting. And what did I do? I took. Tell me, you took two other burger patties no, and put it around no, it. No, I took full <laughs> fat mayonnaise uh, and put it all over the burger. My friend's like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, the burger, so, so the actual bread of the burger is much healthier than all that mayo. Yeah, so you're, yeah. Sco- you're you're scooping out the bread to put in to put in salad, put in, or or to mayo, put in like egg a, salad full a of mayo, pound of cream cheese. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just nonsense talk. But just so we know, it's National Sexual Assault Awareness and Prevention Month. Here's the question, though. This is really what I want to talk about. I have two topics for you. Number one is what I think is a great decision that's incredibly stupid by the Court of Appeals. Why is it great? Because now you can have fantasy sports be legal in New York. No one's talking about this. But the end of Why March. Is it stupid? Because how they got to the decision. I'm okay. going to tell you in a second. Fantasy sports. You know, like when you're watching like the NBA or the NHL 
or Major League Baseball or football when it was football season. Every four seconds, how you'd see, it's DraftKings, or you'd see every four seconds, this casino or that casino or this sports athlete, and you, you're like, I'm going to play some fantasy sports, and I like fantasy sports. More, do you play fantasy sports? I do. I like fantasy, I like fantasy football. It's fun. Yeah. And so there was a decision, though, because years back, New York State said, hey, it's legal to do fantasy sports, and it went all the way up to the Court of Appeals, the highest court in the state of New York. And they just made a decision. They just made a decision about gambling, whether fantasy sports is gambling. And I want to talk about that decision. But I got another one first because this is really bothering me. And you see, the one about fantasy sports already happened. So I'm just going to criticize it being stupid. Well, when did it happen? It just happened in March. But the other one is actually right with the New York State Senate having passed the assembly yesterday. It's with the Senate today, and I don't understand this at all. Did you hear how we were fighting about a scooped-out bagel and why it was a scooped-out bagel? And do you blot— Very valid points And do you blot the, the pizza, and can you scoop out a pizza? Here's, no. here's the point. Ready? They have this dumb law, Morty. Uh, you're going to find it really dumb. I think it's dumb. And I don't think they should pass it because I think it's dumb. Uh, so, I think New York— Should we, should we call it the scooped-out bagel law? It, it, we, <laughs> no, we should call it the scooped-out employment agreement law. <laughs> Because here's what it says. This is this is the thing, right? I just want an employment or consumer contract not written in plain language pursuant to plain section language? I'm gonna finish five seven oh two of this article that a reasonable consumer employee would understand is non enforceable. So they're making a new law that says that a reasonable consumer employee, let's just go with employee, it's also about consumer contracts, but let's just talk about employment contracts for a second. It's saying on here in this new law that you have to write in plain enough English that a reasonable employee would understand. I think that's interesting because there are so many other laws that say that it has to be in the native language of... It doesn't say the native language. It's not saying Spanish or Chinese. I guess there isn't Chinese. So Spanish business has to write this in plain English? No, no. You're missing the point. The point is... It has to be so a reasonable consumer can understand. And I wanted to point out that we couldn't even figure out if a bagel should be scooped out. And the purpose of whether a bagel should be scooped out, like, I don't know about you, but like, I talked to my mom. My mom calls me the other day, right? She's at Costco. It's like two in the afternoon. I'm doing work. She calls up emergency, Morty. Emergency. I ring, ring. I pick up mom. What's okay? Everything okay? I'm at Costco, Andrew. I say, what's going on at Costco? She goes, I'm returning my heat lamp. I thought it was the wrong size heat lamp. I thought I got a small heat lamp. You're lucky, Andrew, because the the guy that was at my house and he put it in the car so you didn't have to come over and put it in my car. But I went to the (laughs) Costco and I went to return it. And they said, hey, this is the right size heat lamp. But now I have a predicament, a major predicament, because they have a cheaper heat lamp that's $70 cheaper than the one I'm returning. Do I return it for the cheaper one or do I get this one? Which one's better? I don't know which one to do. This heat lamp's this way. This heat lamp. Andrew, what should I do? Conniption. My mother can't figure out which heat lamp to buy. And she can't figure out reading two different heat lamps, which one she wants. And that spent her entire day having a conniption over the heat lamp. Well, it's nice to be retired. I just want to understand what it means for a reasonable employee. And is it it doesn't say, here's the interesting, Morty. It doesn't say a reasonable employee at that job. It just says a reasonable employee. So isn't a reasonable employee, for example, at a law firm, 
different than a reasonable employee at an Amazon factory. I would think. I would think. So how do you write a contract? I just want to understand basic terms. Like, I don't think a reasonable employee knows what a forum means. Do you know what a forum means, Lauren? I, it, it means a place to gather together Okay, so a forum clause says where we're going to have a lawsuit about this employment contract if we have a dispute. Next one. We're going to ask some other questions because okay. you're not a lawyer. I just want to understand. Well, well, like, how would we? How would we? How would we do that? What about a merger clause? Mm, that means you two things are getting brought together, and there's going to be a reason that you can or cannot do something. So what that means is that oral conversations you had before aren't binding. They're all merged into the agreement. They all become the agreement. If you don't write it, speak now or forever, hold your peace. Duh. I'm just pointing out that there's basic terms in an agreement. So we can't. We have to take that out of all our contracts? All of our contracts are now going to have, each word is going to have an addendum. Did this pass? It just passed. That's what I'm trying to tell okay. you, Lauren. I'm telling you that we're done with fantasy sports. I'm going to tell you why that's stupid in a second, although I love it. But this new agree, this new law is now with the New York State Senate. And what I'm looking for is you can't decide with Morty what scooped out means and why we're scooping out. My mom can't decide which heat lamp she's getting, and she spends the whole day. I don't even think she bought the heat lamp yet. I think she's still at Costco. <laughs> it's like three days later. She just moved in. She's like, she's walking so she's around. Not their bed section. No, now. you know, you know what's happening is she keeps walking around for the giveaways. The, 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 do they the, have the, free food? And COVID? she's like, but I need bagel. I need to scoop it out. <laughs> so anyway, my my point is though that. We're going to start having, Morty, is it true? You tell me. Is it true that we're going to start having to have like a footnote on each word? And explain exactly what it yeah, means. Yeah, the definition of each yeah. word. Like how are you going to make a contract? And the biggest thing, Lauren, is that our clients always say to us, if it's too long, no one will sign it. Don't you always get yeah, that problem? all the time. So how, well, by making it in plain language, why don't they instead say, why don't they make the this law? I'm going to change the law. I, Lieb law. We're going to do Lieb law. Ready? Ready? Mm -hmm. Here's the law. All employees should Google terms they don't understand before signing a contract. I think you got to give them more in the Google search to do it. They can, they they, they can ask Jeeves. Law? They can ask Jeeves. Like, I'm fine so, with them. So is the point of this for people to not have to hire a lawyer when reviewing a contract? I don't know what the point of this is. I think the point is to be a lip service law so people can go over to their cons constituents, all these legislators, and they can go out there and they can say, hey, Sally, hey, Barbara, hey, Janine, hey, Tom, hey, Ralph. Here's what I got. Your employers, the big bad employers are taking advantage of you. So what we've done is we've made a new law to protect you from the big bad employers. Whereas I just want to point this out again. I'm not telling you that they have to hire a lawyer or not hire a lawyer. They probably should. But I'm saying to you that in the age of Google, like I was just writing an appeal, right? You and I were having this conversation. And in an appellate brief, you have to put in full citations to where you get documents. And I said to you, Morty, when they have hyperlinks and you could just hyperlink to where you got it from, why in the world do you have to give a full citation? Why can't you just hyperlink where you got it from? Because what if the hyperlink goes away? It wouldn't go away. It's online. Like that's like saying a website crashes. You should be responsible. So pick one or the pick one or the, the other. URL name. It's re uh, all right, wise guy. <laughs> My point is right over here, though. 
my point is, and I have to say again, this is a stupid law because I don't know what a reasonable employee is. I don't know if it's a reasonable employee in that business. And I think they're making a situation now that no employer is going to be able to write an employment contract. And I have to leave it with this part. Ready? Most employers don't write employment contracts because exactly this reason. <laughs> There's so many rules that they go, you know what? It's just employment at will. Here's what goes on. I don't like you. You leave. So it's just an ironic thing that they're trying to protect employees that's actually going to protect employers. And so that's – anyway, Lauren wants to know about uh, – Lauren wants to know about uh, fantasy sports. So here's the thing. Ready? Morty, you want to tell Lauren what fantasy sports are? She's looking very confused. I mean, it's, it's – is not it like, real? It's not like Harry Potter if that's what you're thinking. <laughs> no, fantasy sports is – and it's 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 on DraftKings or FanDuel. What it is is you pick a team of players, and they could be from different teams. But are the stats updated with their current stats? Yes. Yeah, so it's all based on their stats. stats. Okay. So if you're doing football, a receiver that um, has a hundred yards receiving or two touchdowns gives you a lot of fantasy points. Do they fake get injured? No, it's not fake, Lauren. So it's the real team. So let's assume that you're watching, uh, like, you know I watch the Islanders, right? And there's lots of Islanders that are players, correct? Let's go, Islanders. Just pay attention. Yep. Focus. So uh, instead of me picking the Islanders, which would clearly be gambling, do you get that? It's all gambling. No, no. Just pay attention okay. for a second. Seriously. So let's assume I bet Morty that the Islanders are going to beat the Rangers. That's clearly gambling. That's a bet. But the question here is, instead of picking the Islanders, if I pick two players from the Islanders, two players from the Capitals, two players from the Rangers, two players from the Bruins, two players from Tampa Bay, like you pick all different players from different teams, and then you aggregate all of their stats from the games they played, not the actual scores, this is what fantasy sports does, and then... You say, who got more points, Andrew's lot of players or Morty's lot of players? And so what they did here is they said, because you're aggregating different athletes from different vessels, different teams, and you're putting together, it went from gambling, which is totally illegal in the New York State Constitution, to using significant skill to as not gambling, according to New York State's Court of Appeals. So the point is, one more time. If I was to bet Morty, like which Morty and I are going, they they delayed Yankee opening day, didn't they, because of the yeah, rain? tomorrow. And so we're going to have Yankee opening day tomorrow. And if I said to Morty, I bet you the Yankees lose. You're a big Yankee fan, right? I am. And I bet you. And we put a bet. That would be illegal in New York State. Do we agree? Yes. Okay. But if instead I said, Morty, I'm going to pick players that are all playing today. I'm going to write down their names. We're going to give each of them a point if they get an RBI, if they get a hit, if they get a home run. We'll give them points, and we'll allocate it. And we're going to aggregate the players I pick and the players you pick. And whoever gets more points wins. According to New York State's Court of Appeals, that's no longer gambling. That's a game of skill. Do you see that? Do you see that? So what I've learned from New York State is that if I, if I have one thing that's illegal – and I put 15 extra steps to do exactly the same thing that was previously illegal, it's no longer illegal. In fact, the dissent in the case, Lauren, the dissent is not the part of the, the court that actually rules for us, the people that disagree, the people like me on this case. Aggregating several bets involving different players 
into a point total that is pitted against point totals of other betters does not transform gambling into something else. Doesn't that make sense? So don't bet on a real sports game. Bet on your fantasy game. Got it. Okay. So we have to cut this episode short today. We have so much going on, but thank you for joining us. Have a great week and enjoy your fantasy sports. This is the Liebcast. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com.